Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Scout Fantasy Sports. It is Scout Fantasy Sports here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Adam Ronis here for the next hour, taking you up until 8 p.m. Eastern as we do each and every weekday. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, great holiday, and enjoyed some fun times with family, friends, had some drinks, and hopefully overall it was a good day for you. I know I had a lot of fun as well. It was a late night, and yes, we were off yesterday, but we are back, and we'll be back here for the rest of the week. We will be off, though, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, hopefully many of you won your fantasy football championship, so congratulations to all the fantasy football owners out there. And we know some people do play in Week 17, and you know people argue about it, and they a lot of people think it's stupid. I've always said this. If you play in fantasy, whatever league you have that's fun, continue to do it. I know sometimes you know we'll knock 18 leagues and 10-team leagues, and I do it. I will admit it. It's just I, I don't play in them. Uh, I just And some of the setups are absurd. I got into an argument with my friend. He was in a 10-team league where eight teams make the playoffs last year. I said there's no way I would play in that. There's no way. You're at a disadvantage if you know what you're doing. A team could sneak in at the eighth seed, get lucky, and run the table. It's certainly possible. So if you have a Week 17 championship and you have fun, fine. I play in none. Uh, this will be a week where it's DFS for me only, and uh, it's it's good and bad. We love playing fantasy football, but it is a long grind, so kind of happy the waiver Wires article, uh, waiver Wire picking up Spending all that time is done, but obviously I still play fantasy basketball, though I've cut down my season-long leagues, and the waiver wire in that one is just twice a week, and I'll be studying for baseball. So we'll be here year-round, plenty of stuff to talk about. We'll you know, take your calls on anything you want as well, sports betting, player props, basketball, football, baseball. You know, Baseball's right around the corner as well because you got to do your prep early, obviously, with a lot of players. So we have you covered. You can find me, scoutfantasysports.com, and we'll, we'll get you ready for Week 17 as well. Whatever you have going on, I got my Fantasy Football Stockwatch article that's looking at players rising up the rankings this week and going down. The Week 17 projections from Sean Childs are up, as well as the you know, DFS uh, projections as well. And you can also find my Week 17 blind bidding guide if you are still alive and looking for players. We'll go over some of that a little bit later on in the show. Of course, if you have any questions regarding Week 17, you can ask them on the message boards and the forums when you become a member at ScoutFantasySports.com. We have you covered for DFS as well, NHL, NFL, which is a big week. You know, if you, There's a lot of you out there who probably don't play a lot of DFS or maybe you didn't play much this year. You know, This is a week to do it, and it, it is a little bit of a tricky week because we do have players who will rest and not play much, and I'm going to go over the team scenarios so you know exactly who has something to play for, who potentially could rest players. This is big for seasonal and DFS. So 
to me, this is an advantage if you do the research and put in the time and you know, listen to this show and come to Scout Fantasy Sports. We're going to give you all the preparation you need. So there is an advantage out there to someone who's just a casual and is just clicking buttons and says, oh, Alvin Kamara, I'm going to play him, not realizing that he could potentially not play or sit this week. So we'll have you covered with all of that. Also, I mentioned this the last couple weeks, but you need to check out Yahoo Sports DFS. And I never play on there. I've kind of done like the the free rolls. I'll get an alert. and I'm like, all right, I'll throw in a lineup. And then I forget and it goes off. But I just, you know, kind of stick with one site generally. You know, it's time consuming to do both in different salary caps. So I've been mainly a DraftKings guy over the last year. I used to be FanDuel. But Yahoo drew me in. And this is what they're trying to do. So basically, they are doing a ton of overlay on their site. I mean, they did it for NFL the last two weekends. They had $250,000 of overlay. What that means is they're putting up $250,000 of their own money to the prize pool. And they guarantee to run it even if it doesn't fill. So this is basically free money if you know what you're doing. So I've been playing on there. And for the DFS contest yesterday for NBA, it didn't even fill. They were supposed to go to 37000 it, it went to 26346 and I kind of wish I put in more entries. I put in four. They were 20 bucks a pop. And also, you know, for those people that are concerned about the max entries, they put in a max of 10. This is not 150 like FanDuel and DraftKings. A max of 10. So I had four in there, and uh, I had three players in the late game, and I was able to finish uh, 71st of 26346. And... We can help you at Scout DFS like with it because here's the thing with Yahoo is that a lot of people are not familiar with it. And they've done a good job here of creating this overlay. And you don't know how much longer this is going to happen. And they're clearly trying to draw in new players over there. It makes sense. They got me. They drew me in. Hey, if there's a chance, you know, there's, there's some good money here. And I've already uh, won some, uh, some money and definitely increased my bankroll already. And I didn't deposit much. So... The Yahoo game is a little bit different in terms of the salary cap structure, where it's $200 for the salary cap. So I think a lot of you that are familiar with DraftKings and FanDuel go over to Yahoo, and you're just like, oh, this is, this is new to me. I don't know what to do. We can help you at Scout because we have an optimizer that does DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. So this is a good way to get introduced to the Yahoo game. So if you check us out, ScoutDFS.com, you become a member for NBA – then even NFL, if you want to do NFL on Yahoo and you're not familiar, we got the Yahoo Optimizer as well for NFL. But, you know, that's a, a week left in the playoffs. So there's still time. You could do a month if you want, if you're so into NFL. But uh, NBA, uh, they, they had more overlay today. I think today was like $25,000 overlay. That thing filled. It was 15000 It filled. So that you could see they reduced the, the pool after it didn't fill yesterday. But still, uh, definitely a good opportunity. And we have you covered at Scout DFS. Also, you know, the play FFWC, if you want to continue your fantasy football playoffs, uh, we will have drafts there. And we got a, a few contests, the Maui Madness playoff contest, where the grand prize is a trip to Maui. Uh, so you can sign up there. It's 20 bucks to enter. You can get five teams for 10. We got the Beat Doc and Adams single entry contest. And we have the playoff draft world championships. They kick off on Sunday. The first draft is 7.30 p.m. Eastern. These are six teams, six league drafts. For the playoffs and you know you obviously draft your team so part of it and i've mentioned this before and we'll talk a little bit more about it next week is kind of having strategy determining 
who the Super Bowl winner is. To me, you go all in. You decide who, who you think is going to go to the Super Bowl, and you try and draft as many players from those two teams. If you spread it out, I don't think you have a great shot to win. And maybe someone has done it and proven me wrong, but I think you kind of need to the, – the biggest thing is, okay, is there a team that's going to play three games and get to the Super Bowl, a road team playing in the first round? If you can identify that team and get players from that team and get it right, you're in good shape. So I think last year I did New England and I think Minnesota. So I had a lot of New England, that, and I placed second, I believe, in this contest that we did last year. So, again, check it out, playffwc.com, and also vegaswhispers.com for your sports betting needs. These guys have been crushing it for college football in these bowl games the whole year. I mean, they had Army minus 4.5. They had the Louisiana Tech money line. They lost on Buffalo again, full disclosure here, but you're not going to win everything, but they're crushing it. They have a play for tonight's game as well. Uh, you can become a member to find out as uh, California is playing tonight against TCU, and uh, the spread is a low one. They expect it to be a close game, but uh, Vegas Whispers 37-16 and 16 against the spread, their last 53 plays. That's 70% winning percentage. That's insane. So. VegasWhispers.com, you can see the different price points that you can uh, join. And once you become a member, there's a private Twitter account where you can get alerts set to your phone. So it's great, you know, because sometimes I'll forget and then I'll get an alert to my phone and, you know, they'll get you on the line before. I was talking to actually someone at a party yesterday. They were big into sports betting and I told them about VegasWhispers.com. I gave an example about a week ago. A week before the Panthers Saints game, they had the, the over under came out at 53. And as soon as that line came out, one week before the game on a Monday, they said, take the under 53. And it dropped all the way to 49 by game time, and it was under. So that's the advantage you get. So I want to make sure you guys become a member and take advantage of this today. Let's look at some of the latest NFL news and what it means here for Week 17 as we get you ready. Whether you're playing season-long or DFS, this matters. So take note of this. Philip Lindsay, he's going to have wrist surgery he's out for the year so he has some ligament damage he got hurt in that Oakland game and they're saying that it's going to be a, a thing that's sidelined him for four to six months so not good for him but he'll be ready for training camp and we'll have to see what's going to happen you know everyone's going to assume well Lindsay will be the guy again but remember it'll probably be a new coaching staff and Joseph will be gone and Royce Freeman was not bad he didn't really get much of an opportunity I also saw that he was facing a lot of stacked eight-man fronts when he was in the game. Remember earlier in the year, we did see a lot of him. Uh, it took a while. It took like, you know, six, seven weeks before Lindsey really became the go-to guy. You know, there were a couple games early in the year where Lindsey had four carries. Uh, but Lindsey obviously was really good. He did not perform well here in the fantasy football playoffs. He might have cost some teams. Uh, he actually, I had him on one team because, you know, a lot of people spent a lot of fab on him after week one. In the high stakes leagues, it was four, five, six hundred bucks. I was able to get him in the league I played in for slightly under two hundred, and obviously it helped me a lot. But I actually benched them in championship week only because I had a choice of four running backs. I could only play three: Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, Philip Lindsay, and Nick Chubb. And fortunately, I made the right decision to sit Philip Lindsay, who was. Uh, 10 carries, 46 yards, two catches for 11 yards. I think he left like in the third quarter of that game. But, you know, his last three weeks, 14 for 30 and a touchdown against San Fran, 14 for 24 against Cleveland, and uh, 10 receptions over the last three games. But the offensive line just did a horrible job run blocking. He just really didn't have much room to run. But he's going to be an interesting player next year to see what 
happens with him, but definitely an impressive rookie season. So Royce Freeman going to get a big workload this week. Now, he's not involved much in the passing game, so that's something to keep an eye on. If you're looking at him on a site like DraftKings where it's full-point PPR, you'll probably see a lot of Devontae Booker uh, on the passing down. So that's something that you have to take into account. Obviously, in season-long leagues, a uh, little bit different there. Uh, Freeman will come into play, and we'll talk about him a little bit later on when we go over some of the waiver wire plays. Eric Ebron was limited in practice today. Obviously, a big game for the Colts this week, so he should play. Uh, we'll, we'll wait. You know, wait a couple days to see if he gets clearance, but obviously it's a big game against the Titans Sunday night. The Colts and the Titans will be the Sunday night game with the winner getting into the postseason. And speaking of that game, it's not looking good for Marcus Mariota. He had a stinger last week. He did not practice today, but it seemed like he you know, lost feeling on his right side, and he's had this nerve issue that's kind of been bothering him on and off throughout the season. So what you care about here is, okay, what are you doing with Titans players? You're, you know, Derek Henry, obviously, you're going to play him, but it's Corey Davis. Uh, if playing Gabbert's in there against the Colts defense that – I wasn't great last week against the Giants, but has been good. You know, it's it's underrated. No one kind of really talks about the defense, but they've done a nice job. But you wouldn't feel great about Corey Davis if Blaine Gabbard is in there. Uh, that's for sure. It definitely lowers his ceiling. And the Titans have become such a run-heavy team that Corey Davis has not gotten a lot of targets lately. You know, the one thing that we were discussing earlier in the year about a Corey Davis is the amount of volume he was getting. He was getting a huge target share, you know, 30 to 33%. That hasn't been the case lately as they haven't been running. James Conner is practicing in full, so it looks like he could go, although Mike Tomlin is saying he's questionable to play. But considering he was out there today, that would be an indication that he'll play. And the Steelers obviously have to win to have a shot to get into the playoffs. So this will uh, definitely hurt Jalen Samuels if you've been relying on him, and especially in Yahoo where he has tight end eligibility. This comes into play. But Connor looking like he'll be good to go this week for the Steelers. Todd Gurley did not practice today. He is day-to-day with knee inflammation. And to me, why push him? Now, the, the Rams do have something to play for. Uh, we'll talk about what they need in a little bit. They, yeah, they, they need a win to stay in the uh, – to make sure they clinch that first-round bye. Uh, Gurley, it seemed like he was, according to reports, going to play last week, and he wound up – not playing and might have hurt some fantasy owners if you did not have a backup plan. But I, I tweeted out when I saw the news Sunday morning. You can follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ronis. I tweeted out, if you're going to wait for Gurley, you better have a backup plan. You better have someone later. You cannot risk someone that we're not sure if they're going to play, and then they don't like what happened with Gurley, and they get a zero. You can never do that. you got to have someone in place. The one situation for me where I did have Gurley I did have a backup plan. It wasn't great. It was Traquan Smith. I went with him. Still was able to win a championship. And I'll go over some of the highlights of my championships uh, later on in the show. Uh, but uh, my guess is Gurley doesn't play this week. Why push him? You know, give him. You need this guy for the playoffs. So for me, I, I think he does not play. And uh, C.J. Anderson obviously had a great game last week with 167 yards. So that was against Arizona, who's very favorable. This week they go against the Niners. Allen Robinson didn't practice today, dealing with some rib injuries. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that. Chicago does have something to play for. Spencer Ware is practicing. He put in a full practice today. So it looks like he'll be back against the Raiders. And obviously the Chiefs need to win as well. 
good matchup here against the Ravens. And Damian Williams has been really good. So Damian Williams owners don't like to see this because they've gotten some big performances over the last couple weeks. You know, over 100 yards last week, seven receptions, 37 yards and a touchdown. Damian Williams has 13 receptions over his last two games. So this probably is a split between Ware and Damian Williams. But again, with a lot of the running backs potentially sitting this week, it could push both of them into, you know, the RB2 conversation or top 24. So that's something that you have to keep an eye on. Also, Anthony Lynn said Austin Eckler is expected to return this week. He's cleared concussion protocol. So he'll be the pass catching back as the compliment to Melvin Gordon, who didn't look completely healthy last week. So maybe Eckler gets a little bit of a bigger role. Lots more ahead. We'll continue to go over the latest news, the team scenarios for week 17, who needs to play for something and who doesn't. All ahead right here, Scout Fantasy Sports on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. It is Scout Fantasy Sports here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ron is here until 8 p.m. Eastern. Of course, if you can't listen to the show live, you can always check it out on demand anytime you want. Just go to podcast and search Scout Fantasy Sports. Subscribe. You'll know when the latest show is uploaded. And it's usually right after the show. So some of you might have dinner now, happy hour. It's all right. You don't have to listen live. You can always listen on demand anytime you want. Of course, you can always check me out, scoutfantasysports.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ronis. We have you covered. If you play in a Week 17 championship, even if you don't, there's money to be made, DFS. So take a look. My Week 17 fantasy football stock watch, players rising and falling the rankings, the Week 17 blind bidding guide for FAB, and the Week 17 projections are out. And, of course, if you have any specific questions, you could ask them on the message boards and the forums. Scout, DFS, NBA, NFL, NHL, we have you covered there. And VegasWhispers.com. Follow them on Twitter, at VegasWhispers, so you can see all the results for yourself. They do have a sharp play for the Cheez-Its Bowl tonight, so you can still join now and get in the play for tonight. They are 37-16, and 16, the last 53 plays in college football. That's a 70% winning percentage. That's insane. And remember, a lot of people think that, oh, fantasy football season is over. That's it. No, no, no. There are still fantasy football playoffs, whether it's DFS or draft. And if you go to playffwc.com, we have three playoff contests for you. One is the Playoff Draft World Championship, where you – Draft in a six-team league. You draft before the playoffs begin. The first draft kicks off this Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll have them all week from Sunday all the way up until game time Saturday. The last draft will be January 5th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And you draft 
against five other opponents. And uh, it's 199 to enter. And, of course, there's the $20,000 grand prize and a $500 league prize. So you can check it out. Look at all the rules. It's a lot of fun. It gives you, you know, extra excitement to watch the playoff games as well. You know, I like watching games where I have an involvement, whether it's DFS, sports betting. It just makes it more fun. It makes it more interesting. You're more glued to the action. So that's one way to get in. We have the Beat Dr. Roto and Adam Rona's single entry contest. That's free to enter, so no reason not to do that. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's you pick one player only from each team, uh, and you do it before the playoffs begin, and that's it. So you just pick uh, one player from each team. You can't use multiple players, and uh, if you beat us, you get a prize. Uh, that has not been determined yet. Sometimes uh, I, I, I don't know what it is, so we'll wait. Once I get that information, I'll relay it to you. And then, of course, there's the Maui Madness Playoff Contest where the grand prize is a trip to Maui, Hawaii. Who doesn't want to go to that? I've never been there. I want to go. So playffwc.com is the place to find that. Some of the other news going on right now, Lamar Miller was limited at practice. He's dealing with the ankle injury. He did not play last week, but it sounds like he will play. Uh, hopefully you did not play Alfred Blue or Deonta Foreman last week. I was getting questions, and I said, no, Alfred Blue. You know, I call Alfred Blue Alfred Blue balls because he doesn't come through for you, and he's not that good. I know he's had a couple games this year, but the guy is just not that talented. It, the Eagles have been pretty good against the run, and as you saw, it was more of a Deshaun Watson game. It was easy to see. You know, Philadelphia really struggling in the secondary with a lot of backups, so that was a, a good Deshaun Watson game, not for Alfred uh Blue last week, or Deonta Foreman in his first game back. So uh, Miller uh, should be back this week against Jacksonville. He did have 100 yards and a touchdown against Jacksonville the last time they played in Week 7. Kiki QT limited at practice today. He's been practicing for the last couple weeks, although he's been limited. But now that Demarius Thomas is on injured reserve out for the season with that Achilles injury, maybe QT gets back this week in uh, hopes of getting him some reps coming back for the playoffs. But I don't think you can use him in fantasy football this week. T.Y. Hilton did not practice today dealing with that ankle injury. But this has been the case for T.Y. Hilton over the last couple weeks. He really hasn't practiced at all. And we kind of knew he was going to play. Now, this is a Sunday night game. That's one thing that's tricky. But as we have seen over the last few weeks, the reporters do a good job of letting us know who's in or out. I know the girly thing really didn't come through. I think Hilton plays. This guy's been battling it out. He's tough, and this is a game the Colts need to win to make the playoffs. So uh, even with Hilton banked up last week against the Giants, 7 for 138, against Dallas in Week 15, 5 for 85, and against Houston in Week 14, 9 for 199. So he's had a pretty good year. Hasn't found the end zone since Week 11, and actually uh, he's had two games of multiple touchdowns. So that means he's only scored in four four of the uh, 15 games this year. So it kind of hurt him a little bit in non-PPR leagues, but he's had a good year, 74 receptions, 12-09, six touchdowns. He had a couple of quiet games early on and was a little banged up, but he's come on strong here to finish the season. So he's definitely in play. And, uh, he's, been getting, he's been getting low ownership. Uh, I didn't use him in DFS last week. I did use him two weeks ago, and he, he came through for me big time. So uh, he might be someone that flies under the radar a little bit. Uh, that's assuming you're playing in a slate that includes the Sunday night game. And remember, week 17, every game is on Sunday. There's no Thursday night game this week. There's no Saturday because we have college football semifinals on Saturday. And there is no Monday night football game. Leonard Fournette was limited at practice today, listed with the ankle and foot. Uh, you can't trust him. Uh, 
I know I wrote that last week too and spoke about it last week that I was a little worried about him because, you know, we didn't know exactly what the game plan was going to be because if you saw two weeks ago, uh, he had one carry in the second half. Now, he did get 21 touches last week. He did score a touchdown, but 18 carries, 43 yards, three receptions, 28 yards, and, you know, they might turn away from him in this game. So I don't think you can trust him. I wouldn't play him in DFS. I haven't really done my, uh, all my research yet with Christmas, so uh, maybe it changed with my little read. But my inclination right now is no. Do not trust Leonard Fournette. There were some questions last week where I said, yes, you really don't have a better option to play him. And if you did, he came through with the touchdown. But uh, he's at Houston this week, and Houston has been pretty good against the run. Where you exploit Houston is via the pass. Tevin Coleman didn't practice today. He left last week with a groin injury. So he's a free agent at the end of the year. And it'll be interesting to see if he plays this week. I know I think uh, the a quote I saw from two days ago was that he would go through the walkthroughs Wednesday and Thursday. But there's a chance he sits. If that's the case, Brian Hill would be the back to own there in Atlanta against Tampa Bay this week and get a ton of touches. Devontae Adams did not practice today. He's got a right knee issue. But he looked great last week. 18 targets, 11 catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. He had the touchdown in overtime as Green Bay defeated the Jets. Here's the thing. You know, Green Bay doesn't have much to play for, and Aaron Rodgers did play last week, but it seems like they're a team that's motivated to play because they did come back, and Rodgers went out there and said he wanted to exhibit the qualities of a leader, and he certainly did last week. So uh, Adams needs 134 yards to break the Packers' team records for catching and receiving yards in a single season. The players know this a lot of the times. That's the other thing to keep an eye on this week. There are a couple things. Number one, what teams are playing for something. What teams aren't playing for something and could potentially rest their starters if they don't go uh, or if they play. You know, it's not a lock that they play all games. And what records are in reach or potential bonuses for players. So there's a lot of factors to look at this week in Week 17. And we have the time because we have no Thursday night game, no Saturday so Devontae Adams, who's a great play every week, you know, this guy has just been one of the best receivers this year. And I think there's a case to make him, you know, maybe number one, number two overall receiver next year. Uh, that'll be something we'll be talking about in the offseason and leading up to the season. But you can make a case for it as Aaron Rodgers' go-to guy. Look look how great Devontae Adams has been this year. I feel like we kind of don't talk about him enough. Devontae Adams was someone I wanted in my drafts. I didn't get him in any leagues. And it wasn't because I didn't like him. It was all based on where I was picking. So it was either... He was not, you know, I was end around one and on the turn, it was, you know, the two running backs, so there was a better receiver available or in the mid second round, he never made it back to me. So I didn't get him at all this year, but look at the year he's at. He has 169 targets, 111 receptions, 1386 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns in a year where Aaron Rodgers wasn't great. I know there was a lot of issues in McCarthy, but Adams was phenomenal this year, so. Definitely someone I think that uh, one of the top receivers off the board next year. Uh, the Panthers, their quarterback situation, Taylor Heineke is out here. At his left elbow last week, he was placed on injured reserve. So Kyle Allen will start against the Saints this week. And the Saints are really good defensively too, uh, especially at home. Now, the Saints don't need the game. That might be causing people to go away from it. But uh, I haven't looked at the salaries yet, but I think the Saints defense has to be considered this week uh, based on the situation at quarterback for the Panthers. Odell Beckham did not 
practice today. I don't see any reason why he plays this week. You know, they haven't ruled him out yet, but what's the point? There's nothing to play for. It's the final week of the season. He's already sat for several weeks. It's not like the Cowboys are playing for something either. You know, that's the thing. You know, sometimes people will, you know, put their best players out there to dent the playoff hopes of a team, especially, you know, a rival like Dallas, but Dallas is locked into the fourth seed. So I don't think Beckham plays this week. Deshaun Jackson, he's not practicing today. He got hurt again last week. So, obviously, that would be good for guys like Chris Godwin, Adam Humphreys. So, I didn't like Chris Godwin last week because Deshaun Jackson was back in. It was a difficult matchup against Dallas, although Tampa Bay did wind up moving the football pretty well as Winston had 336 yards. But if Deshaun Jackson's out, Chris Godwin certainly becomes more appealing uh, and in DFS as well going up against Atlanta. Blake Bortles will start for the Jacksonville team in week 17 against the Texans. So uh, he played last week a little bit as Cody Kessler was benched. So Bortles, you know, Bortles is just, you know, so boomer bust. Uh, The Texans have been so bad against the pass, though. So I think some people are going to talk about him in DFS. He'll be low owned. Again, I haven't really looked at the salaries yet, but I think maybe in a tournament, uh, we might be talking about Texans. Texans are just Brutal against the pass. They're good against the run, and they're so bad, but really tough to have faith in Blake Bortles. But we've kind of been down this road before in the final game of the year for him. Maybe he comes through. Uh, Let's take a look at some of the playoff scenarios now and what teams need. This is very important in this week. And again, this is why most leagues do not have a Week 17 championship because you're going to have a lot of situations where players are going to be rested. And you could say, well, this happens all the time. Every week we have players, but we know... We know this is going to happen in week 17 most of the time. We don't know most other weeks. Things happen. Yes, players get injured. They're ruled out. We had a lot of superstars miss the playoffs. No doubt about it. But we know 70, 80% of the time going into week 17, a lot of teams are going to have things wrapped up and have nothing to play for. And we want to avoid that because, you know, it's just, it's not fair. And we did go through it in weeks 14 to 16. But as I've always said, what we want to do as commissioners and people who have an influence on the game of fantasy sports, specifically fantasy football, is try to reduce that luck as much as possible. So, yes, we have limited amount of weeks to play fantasy football, but to me, Week 17, uh, I will not play in a league that has a Week 17 championship. Uh, you know, I'm interested. You know, what if what if we did? I don't I don't think it would help. But what if we did a two week championship? And I do play in one league that does a two week championship, but it's Week 15 and 16. That did week 16 and week 17. It's probably the same thing, though. Uh, probably bad luck. So we could just use week 17 for DFS. So I'm really not for week 17 championship. All right, let's look at the, the, the situation. We'll start in the AFC. The Chiefs, they've got to win to be the number one seed after the loss last week. So uh, they won't rest anyone. They want the home field advantage because if they don't get it uh, and the Chargers win, Uh, then they're looking at uh, being a wild card and playing in the first week of the season. And they clearly don't want to do that. Kansas City is a very tough building to go into and win. They'd rather have home field. And they're going to need it with their defense because kind of worried about the Chiefs here in the postseason. Obviously, for fantasy purposes, you you love the team and the amount of points they could put up with Patrick Mahomes. But they'll play everyone this week. So you do not have to worry about your Chiefs players. You can play them in DFS. They're going up against the Raiders. So no need to worry there. Get all your Chiefs in the lineup. They have a lot to play for. The Patriots are currently the two seed at 10-5. and 5. 
they need to win to get the number two seed. I think they can also get it with a – oh, no, no, they need to win because there's a scenario, I think, where uh, the Colts or the Titans might be able to get the two seed. I have to do the math on that. But uh, the Patriots do need to win for sure uh, to to get the two seed in the AFC. So they're playing against the Jets this week, divisional game. So uh, they still – the Patriots actually still have a shot at the number one seed, but – they would need the Chiefs to lose and the Chargers to lose. So, to me, that's unlikely. But uh, first-round bye is big for the Patriots. I I don't like them this year to make it. I know we've kind of go through this year after year, and you don't want to count out Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. And if they do get the home field or, or get a first-round bye, then it's only two wins to get the Super Bowl, which is feasible when you look at the AFC playoff picture. But they just have looked – they have not looked right. They just have not been the same team. You would expect them to beat up on the Jets this week, but I don't know. I don't know if they will. You know, the Jets did, have played well the last couple weeks. You know, we thought the Patriots would hammer the Bills. I did. They didn't. They were good enough to win, and, and they ran the ball quite a bit. Tom Brady has been the same, but no need to worry about your Patriots players. They will all play as they go all out looking to clinch a first-round bye. The Texans, uh, they need to win. Uh, they still have a shot at the two seed. Obviously, they need the Patriots to lose, then the Texans win, they get the two. Um, but they also need a win to clinch the division and get a home game in the wild card weekend as the three seed if the Patriots win. There is a path where the Colts or Titans uh, can win the division. So the Texans definitely need to win this week. Uh, and they will be playing everybody, of course, going against Jacksonville who has been a very tricky team. We've seen them show up some weeks and other times not. But uh, obviously the Texans are looking to get the win this week because if they lose, uh, then they potentially would be the 60, which would be really bad. So Texans need to win this week, so no need to worry about their players. The Ravens, all of a sudden, and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, saying the Steelers were in a position where they might miss the playoffs, and that's where we're sitting at right now. The Ravens all of a sudden are the four seed at nine and six. They need to win, though. And they've been playing really good football, especially since Lamar Jackson took over as quarterback. They've won five of their last six, and now all of a sudden they control their own destiny. Lamar Jackson's only loss was in Kansas City, and that was a game that went overtime. I think people are going to start talking about the Ravens as a dangerous team here in the AFC because I do think it's wide open. I don't really think there's anyone at the top that's overwhelming to me. The Ravens play really good defense. They can run the football. They're going to be a real tough out. We have seen it over the last few weeks of the season how some of these defensive teams have kind of taken over and have made it real difficult for the offenses. And we have seen that at times in the playoffs. We have also seen offense really explode as we saw in the Super Bowl last year with the Patriots and Eagles. But I think the Ravens are a very interesting team. Now, the thing is, if they lose to the Browns and the Steelers win, they're out. So big game here. Browns have obviously been playing better. But they haven't faced a defense like the Ravens in quite a bit. So, very fun game. Obviously, the Browns are going to treat this like a playoff game. They want to finish on a high note. They've been playing good football. And the Ravens know what they need. So, you're going to play all your Ravens players in this game. When we return, we'll look at the rest of the AFC picture as well as the NFC playoff picture. Who's going to play? Who's going to rest, guys? We'll let you know. That is all ahead right here. Scout Fantasy Sports on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It is Scout Fantasy Sports and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Little Wu-Tang Clan did see the performance in January. Terminal 9 in the city, man. I would like to go see that. Anyone have tickets for that Wu-Tang concert? Hit me up. I want to go, man. I would love to see that concert. So uh, that should be fun coming up in January. Adam Ronis here. You can find me, ScoutFantasySports.com, on Twitter, at Adam Ronis. And again, if you're playing in a Week 17 championship, we have you covered we have the Week 17 projections. I have my Week 17 stock watch as well as the Fab Blind Bidding Guide article if you're still pursuing free agents tonight. If you have any specific questions about your league, you can ask them on the message boards and the forums. And there's still ways to win money this week. A lot of people think regular season's over. Got DFS. So we have you covered. ScoutDFS.com, NFL, NBA, NHL. And again, Yahoo with a lot of overlay for NBA and NFL. We have a Yahoo optimizer. So we can help you get adjusted to that salary cap structure because it's different. It's $200, not like DraftKings and FanDuel. And, of course, sports betting needs makes uh, watching the playoffs and the college football games a lot better. At Vegas Whispers on Twitter, VegasWhispers.com, you can see the different price points. Sign up, become a member. These guys are on fire. 37-16 and 16, the last 53 plays. Just go to at Vegas Whispers on Twitter. You can see it. They'll put the plays out at the end of the night. Uh, when you become a member, you'll see – I mean, obviously, if we were lying, members would out us. So it's full disclosure. And uh, at the end of the night, they wrap it up and they'll tell you, okay, here's what we had. Obviously, they're not going to put it out before because it's for paying members. So uh, they have a play on tonight's Cheez-Its Bowl, which starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I did put my bet in on the game based on their recommendation. And, of course, uh, for the playoffs, we got you covered. PlayFFWC.com. We have three different playoff contests. The Beat, Dr. Roto, and Adam Ronis single-entry contest. That is for free. You pick player from only one team, uh, and that's your team for the playoffs. That's always fun. Uh, Maui Madness, where you can win a trip to Maui, Hawaii, which I would love to go to, and our Playoff Draft World Championship. That's leagues of six teams. The drafts begin as early as this Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and go all the way up until the Saturday, January 5th. I think the last draft is 4 p.m. Eastern. First game kicks off 4.30 p.m. Eastern that day, and there's a $20,000 grand prize and a $500 league prize. So you can check all that out, the details, the rules, the format, at playffwc.com. So make sure you check that out. We are going over the playoff scenarios for the teams and what they need. Uh, left off at the five seed in the AFC, that's the Chargers. They are 11-4. and four. Now they have to win... And the Chiefs lose to get the one seed. Uh, they have clinched a playoff berth. Now, uh, the NFL did a good job of this with the game times. Uh, we have a lot more 425 p.m. Eastern games this week. And we have the Chargers playing in Denver at 425 p.m. Eastern. The Chiefs are at home against the Raiders at 425 p.m. Eastern. So I guess the biggest concern here is the Chiefs are 13 and a half point favorites in this game. 
So there's a good chance they roll at home. Now, the Raiders, I give them credit. They've been playing competitive football the last few weeks. Now, last week on Monday night could potentially be the final home game in Oakland. So obviously there's a little emotion there. You know, will they be fired up for this week? And, you know, the Chiefs should roll. So I guess the concern you have here is, okay, well, what if the Chiefs are a big at halftime? Do the Chargers rest their guys? It's possible. Um, you know, Anthony Ulin said he's going to play his starters. And I guess you have to take him at that value. So there's a chance that happens. So in season long, I think you're playing your guys. Maybe in DFS, uh, if you you have a close call between uh, a Charger and another team that has something to play for, maybe you go the other way. Or maybe you you know use them in a tournament, thinking if uh, that news comes out, then maybe they're low-owned. So it's definitely something to worth uh, monitor. The sixth seed right now is uh, the Colts and Titans. They're both 9-6. and six. So it's clear here. The winner of that game will clinch a playoff berth. Now they could be the three seed if the Texans lose. And if not, if the Texans win, they're the sixth seed. So clearly, Colts-Titans go on out. It's basically a playoff game, Sunday night. So that'll be, I want to say fun to watch, but the Titans have not really been a fun team. You know what the Titans are going to do. They're going to run the football. They might not have Marcus Mariota. It's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry. Colts, to me, are a fun team to watch. I'd much rather see the Colts in the playoffs. I want to see Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. You know, they've done a, a really nice job here this year. They got off to a slow start. The offensive line's been really good. I want to see the Colts in the playoffs. So I'll be rooting for them. But obviously, any players in that game, you can fire them up. The other team that has a shot to make the playoffs is the Steelers. They're 8-6-1, and one, but they have to win, and they need the Ravens to lose to make the playoffs. So the Steelers had a tough schedule down the stretch. They lost uh, that bad game against the Raiders. They've lost four of their last five games. And, uh, you know, they blew it last week, too. They had the lead in... Uh, for them, you know, the Browns are playing well. They go against the Ravens, but I don't think it's a lock. I mean, I, I do favor the Ravens, though. I think their defense has been so good. I mean, they completely shut down the Chargers last week. I was stunned. Uh, the Chargers were a team that I like to make a run, uh, but that was not a good sign with the Ravens going in there and completely shutting down that offense. You know, Phillip Rivers was under pressure, didn't have a lot of time. Uh, Steelers got a great matchup here against the Bengals. Bengals are terrible. They're one of the worst defensive teams in football. So, you know, you're going to play definitely your Steelers, obviously, in season-long leagues, and DFS, too. Uh, they have a lot to play for uh, this week. You know, again, they need help. Uh, but that game uh, is also a 425 p.m. Eastern game, So and, and so are the Ravens. So uh, they won't really know much, so you can fire up all of them. So that's the uh, picture there in the AFC. Uh, in the NFC, the Saints are currently the number one seed. They have locked it up. They are 13-2. and two. So they have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So what is going to happen here with the Saints? Because they really haven't said anything yet. So uh, he has in the past sat his starters. Uh, but there was a year where he could have sat guys, didn't, and lost uh, some players to injury. So... Uh, I think we're not going to see a lot of the Saints guys. I just don't think they're going to play. It makes no sense. Why risk it? Now, you, you know, if it doesn't work out and they lose the first round, you're going to hear a lot of critics. Oh, they shouldn't have set the guys in week 17. You can't risk injury at this point in my mind. Uh, and you can't use it as an excuse. Uh, well, even though you're going to have three weeks off between, you know, real live action. But could you imagine if Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees got hurt in this game? I mean, it just can't happen. So, you're probably going to see a lot of the backups and 
that's something to follow for DFS to get some cheap plays. You know, you could see Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, Dwayne Washington at running back. We've obviously seen a lot of Tommy Lee Lewis, Austin Carr, and Keith Kirkwood. Uh, maybe you don't need those guys as much, but uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. The Rams, they're 12-3. and three. They've got to win. If they do, they lock up the number two seed in the NFC, and obviously that is big. You want the first round by. You want a home game. If the Rams do lose and the Bears win, then they will be the three seed. So the Rams have a lot to play for. So I think all the healthy guys will play. Uh, the 49ers have been, you know, again, a team that hasn't been laying down. They've been competitive lately. It's a divisional game. The biggest question, obviously, is Todd Gurley and whether he plays. Uh, as of today, I'm going to say he doesn't. But if he is healthy and good to go, they might want to get him in there. He's probably going to push to play. But C.J. Anderson, huge game last week. I actually did use him in one league. I did not feel good about it. It's a 14-team league. It was my home league. And I just did not have good options. So what happened was I waited because I had C.J. Anderson, John Kelly, and Josh Reynolds. So I said, okay, I'll wait. If Gurley's out, I'll play C.J. Anderson. And I wasn't 100%. I got some questions on the message board. Somebody asked me, play C.J. Anderson over like Damian Williams and someone else. I said, no. Uh, and in other scenario, they had decent options. I said, look, I'm just not sure what the distribution is going to be. But in my situation, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with what Sean McVay has said. He had said that C.J. Anderson was going to be the backup and get, you know, but he didn't even say the majority of the carries, but he said C.J. Anderson would be the guy. To me, when they signed him and said that, it didn't invoke a lot of confidence in John Kelly, a rookie. So oh. that's why I uh, went in the direction of C.J. Anderson. It was desperation, and he came through with a big game. Still lost on the title game, but I did split the pot. My uh, friend wanted to do that, so I said, okay, fine. Uh, but that's the situation there for the Rams. The Bears are 11-4. and four. Uh, they have a shot at a first-round buy, as I mentioned, but they're going to need a loss from the Rams, and then they win. So they cannot fall past the three seed. So they're either the two or the three. So uh, they are uh, – Vegas is telling you that they don't think the Bears are going to play here that much. Uh, now, Minnesota obviously has something to play for. That could be it, too. But uh, the, the last I saw it was six-and-a-half-point underdogs for the Bears, which is very weird. Now, again, Vikings have a lot to play for. We'll get to that in a second. But there is a chance that some of these Bears players uh, sit uh, at a certain point in this game. And, uh, you know, the Rams play – both teams play at 425. But what if the uh, Rams are up? at halftime big or early in the third quarter, do the Bears see that and say, you know what, let's back off. Now I'm seeing the spread. Minnesota's favored by four and a half. So Bears are very tricky. They're, and it's not like you, you use a lot of their guys anyway. It, it, the wide receivers kind of cancel each other out. You know, Tyreek Cohen was a dud last week, Trubisky. So it's really more for DFS purposes. So there's definitely some risk there with the Bears. The Cowboys are 9-6. and six. They are locked into the four seed. And I know Jerry Jones came out and said, Everyone's going to play. Uh, then Jason Garrett said the healthy guys will play. This would be so stupid. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I do not want to see these guys play at all. So we'll have to see what they're doing. But I don't like the quotes that I saw from Jerry Jones. I think they could just be saying that. Now, the last time the Cowboys were in this spot was 2016. 
they had locked up the number one seed in week 16. They said they'd play their starters, and they barely played. Dak Prescott, I think, played one or two series. Zeke didn't play at all, even though he dressed. And Dez barely played. So I don't care what he says. There's no way the Cowboys can play full games. It'd be so stupid. And Ezekiel Elliott has been a little banged up. There have been several times in games over the last few weeks where he's asked to come out and has kind of limped off. Now, obviously, he's getting huge workloads all those weeks. Don't play any of the Cowboys in DFS. Do not do it. We might get word by game time on Sunday that they're going to rest their guys. But even if they dress and they say they're going to play, don't trust it, man, because it's so stupid for them to do that. Now, this is a team that can be stupid at times. I'm a fan of them. I follow them closely. I don't like what Jason Garrett has been doing. But do not count on them in DFS. Even in season long, just don't do it because I don't think they're going to play much uh, at all. So I would be sitting them without question. Uh, the Seahawks are the fifth seed right now. They're nine and six. Now they're in the playoffs. They're either going to be the five or the six. Uh, so if they lose and the Vikings win, they're the six seed. If they win, they're the five seed. So, I mean, you don't know how teams think. So it's okay. Do you want to play a Dallas or probably Chicago? I think the Rams will win this week and get the two seed. So Chicago would be the three. So, I uh, you know, who's easier? You know, Chicago's defense is real good. Tough place to play. Dallas doesn't have a big home field advantage. So uh, I, I think you might see some of the players in Seattle. Maybe Chris Carson backs off a little bit. You know, he's been banged up at times this year, but getting big workloads. Or Sharp Penny's coming back. Maybe they go with him a little bit more. You know, do they play it safe with Doug Baldwin who's been banged up? He had a good game last week and he's looked good lately. I'm not sure. So that's something to keep an eye on with Seattle. And hopefully we get some news on them. In the next couple of days, Vikings are the sixth seed right now. They're eight, six, and one. They have to win to make the playoffs. So not, they're they're playing everyone uh, for sure. Now they can still get in with a loss if the Eagles lose. The Eagles are eight and seven. The Eagles have to win to get in. They need the Vikings to lose. The Eagles are playing the Redskins, and obviously they're going to go allow Nick Foles look really good last week. Now. The Redskins have been better defensively last week, but look who they played. Jacksonville and the Titans. So uh, I used Foles a lot in DFS last week. He was 4,700 on DraftKings. I think he was 23, 25 on Yahoo. Used him there as well. Stacked him with Ertz and Alshon. The Ertz play worked out well. Alshon was disappointing. But uh, So that's the situation there. And then, of course, you got to keep an eye on players that could potentially rest. You know, a guy like Christian McCaffrey. He's had a huge workload. Do the Panthers decide to shut him down? Uh, real quick, just kind of want to mention my fantasy football season. For those of you that care, some people don't, but whatever. That's why I waited to the end of the show. Not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, beat Adam Ronis online league. I did it in Vegas. Uh, that was fun, and uh, I was able to win that league. I had the most points and the best record and uh, narrowly won in the playoffs. Uh, I had Todd Gurley on that team, so not having Todd Gurley week. 16 made it close. I had Rob Gronkowski who got a zero. I had Corey Davis who was getting some criticism for as our breakout player of the year. It didn't work out. Uh, there was a lot of circumstances, but he was a disappointment. But I had him. I lost Cooper Cup to injury. So it's just uh, an example of how, you know, one player can't bring you down. It's a collective effort and you need solid foundation across the roster and to keep working the waiver wire. So was able to win that league. 
the Greenwich Street Tavern League, which we talk about a lot, uh, Christopher Carroll, uh, we have it at his bar, the Greenwich Street Tavern in New York City. I advise you to check it out if you're in the area. Good bar. So we do two leagues of 12s, a lot of high-stakes players, uh, people in, who work in the industry, and people who listen to the show and that have been fans for years, and it's a lot of fun. And I was able to repeat in that league. I uh, was a winner last year uh, in one of the leagues, and this year I was able to repeat I uh, had the most points and the top record. Had to sweat it out in the playoffs. I had a close matchup in the semifinals as I went against Derrick Henry, and my team disappointed. And then this week, I was actually trailing going into the Monday night football game. Uh, same as last year, the same thing happened. And I was down. I needed 13.9 from Cortland Sutton, and I was nervous about that. Uh, obviously, he had only topped that mark one time this year. And if you remember in that game, I think it was the first quarter, second quarter. He had a long play downfield. They called it a catch. So the replay, I'm like, oh, he didn't catch that. It hit the ground. They reviewed it, took it away. I was like, that could have been it. And then Cortland Sutton scored with about seven minutes left in the game. Gave me 18 and a half points, and I was able to beat Sven 161.8 to 157. So that was definitely uh, another fun victory there to win that two years in a row. Uh, my home league, I made the finals. I lost in the final, but uh, split the pot earlier in the week, and that's where you take the money for the victor and the Super Bowl loser and divide it by two. Some people do that. It was a close friend. He said he could use the money. I decided to, you know, in the holiday spirit, uh, do it and agree to it. So overall, uh, nine leagues this year, made the playoffs in seven, made the finals in five, wound up winning three championships. So... A lot of people will say that that's good, but I will never be satisfied until I win all nine. That's just the way I am. I know it's the chances are slim, but uh, that's the way I roll. That's uh, how we hope you out at ScoutFantasySports.com. So, again, you can become a member of ScoutFantasySports.com. Sign up today. ScoutDFS.com and VegasWhispers.com. Plenty of ways to win money. And if you want to play fantasy football in the playoffs, we have you covered. PlayFFWC.com. Several contests to sign up for. I'll be back tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern. Steve Renner from Scout DFS will join me as we get you set for the DFS slate. Have a great night.